Welcome to Victorious Living. So God wants to project or get the word in us so that it forms a picture. It forms an image of how God sees you. It forms an image of what God wants to, or how God wants to bless you. And it forms an image of what God wants to bless you with. And so he said, if, if, uh, if, if the gospel be hid, if the good news of Jesus be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. Or we could say, it's hid to those who understand not. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us a message, the importance of a submitted will. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us the importance of a submitted will. And so willing or unwilling centers in the individual's God-given right to choose right or wrong. We have that God-given right. That doesn't mean that God uh, uh, advocates the wrong choices but he gives us the right to choose. And so what we need to learn, we need to learn what is the will of God. And we need to learn what would God have us to choose so that God can direct and guide us throughout our life. So we don't want to follow self-will. We want to follow God's will for ourselves. And so we see willing or unwilling centers in the individual, individual's God-given right to choose right or wrong. And until the one who is a Christian voluntarily submits to the known will of God, it keeps God for the most part on the sidelines, as it were. Now, let me say that again. Notice in that I said the known will of God. Nobody can follow the will of God if they don't know what it is. So once we find out the will of God, which we mostly find in the word of God, then God has encouraged us to choose that path for our life. Why? Not because that he's a tyrant, simply because he has something in our life and uh, ahead of our life to bless us with in his will. And so we see then to know the will of God for our existence on the earth. Why are you here? I'm not just talking about here in this building. Why are you here on the earth? What's your purpose? What's the reason that you're here? Why did God create us? So the known will of God becomes a vital component of having faith that moves God or having faith that receives from God and having faith to live by faith where God is concerned. So your will, your choosing, your knowledge of God and his will becomes so vital and so important to you that it means life or death. Now, I'm not talking necessarily about physical death, but I'm talking about habits and patterns of life that are anti or opposed to God. You can live and have a life in the physical body, but yet be experiencing things that are classified as death. 
And so it's important to know the will of God for our existence. That's the reason for teaching. You know, I heard a preacher say just recently, he said, the teaching movement is over. And so I thought, well, that put Jesus out of business, didn't it? You know, the Bible said that he came and he preached and he taught and revealed who he was and revealed the word of God through his teaching and through his preaching. So if I close an ear to God, God's teaching, to the teaching of the word of God and close ear to those things that God is saying, then I have no hope of ever walking where God wants me to walk. So let's start here this morning in 2 Corinthians here in the time I got, I have here on Sunday morning. And we'll read 2 Corinthians chapter four, verses three and four. Paul says, but if our gospel be hid, it is hidden to them that are lost in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of those who, what, believe not. Now think about that just for a moment. Where does Satan work on you first? He works on your will. What are you willing to do in your relationship with God? Are you willing to follow the precepts that he outlines in his word? What are you willing to do? And so he says, if our gospel be hid, it is hidden to them that believe not lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. So God wants to project or get the word in us so that it forms a picture. It forms an image of how God sees you. And it forms an image of what God wants to, or how God wants to bless you. And it forms an image of what God wants to bless you with. And so he said, if, if, uh, if, if the gospel be hid, if the good news of Jesus be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. Or we could say it's hid to those who understand not. It is hid to those who are lost uh, in whom the God of the world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of God should shine unto them. Now in these two verses here, in these two verses, we see that Satan has the ability to blind the mind uh, to God's will through putting pressure on man's self-will as to what is right and what is wrong. So sometimes we can convince ourselves something that's wrong we can convince ourselves that it's right. We can convince, well, God doesn't pay attention to that. But God sees, God knows, and God understands all things, everything. Now let's go over into the book of Hebrews just for a moment as we're talking about the importance of a submitted will. Now remember this, that no one can submit your will but you. I can't submit your will for you. I can't do that. You can't submit your will. Someone else cannot submit uh, your will or cause you to submit to, uh, to the will of God. I can't do that. But yet at the same time, the preaching and the teaching of the word gives us instructions of how to do it and what to, what to do. 
Hebrews chapter 12, verses two and three. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. He's the beginning and the end of our faith. So we keep in mind this, this, this well-known teaching that we've heard through many, many years that God, that Jesus is the author of faith. He's the author of the God kind of faith. He's the originator of the God kind of faith. Jesus is God here in the flesh who walked by faith in the will of God. And so we understand that, that, that he is. Jesus is the author. He's the finisher of our faith. If Satan can distract me away from Jesus, you know, it's like I had a person here oh, two or three years ago, three or four years ago, telling me that, hey, do you not know that the Bible is 2,000 years old? And so it's a book that is outdated and needs to be brought up to date. And so that was the instruction that, uh, or the comment that was made. No, it has been around a long time. In fact, uh, God used it to create the world. So it never grows old. It never has an era. It's still the same today because God is what? He's the what? Same yesterday, today, and forever. He changes not. I think sometimes we may try to change God, but God is in the business when we submit to him to, to change us in the way. So Jesus is the author and he's the finisher of our faith. Now watch this, who for the joy that was set before him. Now he's looking at the cross and he, he knows his journey here on earth. He knows the plan and the will of God here in the earth. He came to seek and save that which was lost. So he knows what's out in front of him. But look what, look what he said, who for the joy that was set before him. Now you take people today sometimes, not everybody, uh, maybe not you or me or whomever. But one thing that we can do sometimes when we face situations and circumstances in life, we have a choice. We can choose to rejoice in God and in the will of God, no matter what it looks like out here. So Jesus said, who for the joy that was set before him. We've all read, you know, the severity of his punishment that he took in taking the sins of the world. We know the horribleness of the, of the beating and, the, and of the treatment and of the crucifixion but it said, who for the joy? God, our Jesus, he saw the end of the will of God that man be saved. He saw the end of the will of God that God bless you. He saw the end of the will of God to protect you and to preserve you and to keep you in a place of safety from harm. He saw that, so he's willing to go and do what he did just for you. Just for you, had you in mind. What's the song? When he was on the cross. Anybody heard that song? When he was on the cross, I was on his mind. And you know what? God still got you on his mind. God's got the whole world on his mind. God hasn't forgotten you. You may feel like God has forgotten you. 
You may feel like that God doesn't hear you. You may feel like that God's a thousand miles away. You may have all kinds of feelings and emotions from the natural side, but God knows right where you're at. God knows right where you're at. It's like Paul and Silas in the Philippian jail. He knew where Paul and Silas was at. They had been beaten and you know the story. They were mistreated, but guess what? God knew where they were at. So what did Paul and Silas choose to do? They chose in a moment that looked bad and was bad, they chose to look to the author and the finisher of their faith, to the God, hallelujah, that would deliver them out of all of the situation and circumstances they had to face, he, God, knew where they were at, and he delivered them out of the Philippian jail. He'll deliver you out of your jail. He'll deliver you out of your bondage. He'll deliver you out of whatever situation you're going through. If you just choose to choose, choose to choose his will for your life. And a lot of times that's just for the joy that's set before us. We're just going to have to praise God when it looks the darkest going to have to praise God when it looks bleak. We're going to have to look to God when it looks like it's impossible. For with God, nothing is impossible. God can do all things according to his will, his plan, and his purpose for my life and for your life. Let's keep thinking about deeper revelations and let's operate in the revelation that we have that will sustain us through life. Hallelujah. And so looking unto Jesus the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. And it said that. It's our hope that today's message, the importance of a submitted will, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD of today's message, please request offer number 30. Today's special offer number is 30. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.